hey there. This is Jim and Reagan. And I was just thinking. So how is everybody? Out here for a walk with the lovely Reagan at dawn. Probably the first time I've been able to do this for quite a while because it has been bitter, bitter, bitter cold around here. So, matter of fact, it's nice right now. It's probably about 30, which I know is, you know, not making the Floridians very happy right now. But there you go. Hang on a sec. Hang on, Buck. I am going to go and put a, uh, a glove on, though, on my hand. It's only initially that it feels good. After a couple of minutes, it just starts to feel chilly. Uh, I don't know if you can hear that. Plane going overhead, so it's southwest. Flight something, something, something on final approach to Baltimore because they fly right over our head. So They've actually added some flights to some cities. One of those being one that I used to live in, which was Syracuse. They added three flights to Syracuse. So. so I have actually noticed two or three more planes a day flying over my house. So. I have noticed it. Anyway, I'm out here and have a quick little chat about getting through my least favorite season, which is winter. We do. I don't know if you can hear that. I'm going to leave the music off in case you can hear it. We do actually have some songbirds here. We have some songbirds in this area that stick around all year. So, like, the cardinals stick around. Um, <clears throat> we have some finches that stick around. Saw a blue jay not too long ago. Actually saw a blue jay pair not too long ago. <clears throat> so we do have some birds that stick around here all year. Um, but, uh, but, yeah, you can tell when the weather is getting a little bit nicer because... They all start singing. For whatever reason, they don't sing in the cold. They just sing when the weather is moderating. And definitely compared to where we've been, which has been in the single digits, 30 is moderating. So, <clears throat> there it is. So, I don't know about you, but I get through winter the same way I get through marathons. And that is, I chop it down into little bits. Now, I'm sure if I lived in Jacksonville, Tampa, Cape Coral, you know, someplace where this time of year is the time of year you probably wait for all year, so it's not so hot and humid. <clears throat> well, that's probably like summer. I just, you get up and you're, you're happy you don't melt when you walk out of the door. Uh, definitely the other problem up here. So, so yeah, I usually chop it down to, you know, let's get to Christmas. And then after Christmas, let's get to New Year's. And after New Year's, let's get to Martin Luther King Day. And after Martin Luther King Day, 
let's get to February, which is where we are today. So, as I record this, one week from today is the 1st of February. So that is great. Particularly great here because, generally speaking, our winter weather ends on March 1st. We might still get a little bit of snow. We might still get some cold weather, you know, 30s and stuff like that. But it pretty much moderates pretty quickly once we get into the month of March. We start seeing a lot more upper 40s and 50s for highs. If something falls from the sky, it's usually rain. And it really, really warms up pretty quick around here, so... Hopefully, that pattern will repeat again this year. Technically speaking, where I live, so I live, it's a weird area, South Central PA, depending upon where you are looking, can be called the Northeast, it can be called the Mid-Atlantic, what's the other term they use for this area here, um... Metro Northeast, I think, because you have all the all the super large cities uh, in the Northeast and the Northern Mid Atlantic. You know, so basically going down to like D.C. and then there's Baltimore, then there's Philly, then there's New York. You know, and there's Boston, that whole Eastern Seaboard complex of uh, rather large cities in there. So we sometimes get lumped into that. So. You know, the Keystone State, um, it really is kind of the crossroads between, you know, <clears throat> what's traditionally considered the Northeast, and then further up the uh, New England, and what's considered the Mid-Atlantic, what's considered the Midwest, because of course Ohio borders Pennsylvania, and that's considered the Midwest. If it is the eastern Midwest, so we really are kind of, you know, the keystone. We are right in the middle of all of it. We're the big crossing point right here. So, probably not a surprise that the weather follows that. So, but, there it is. So, what has that meant? Well, it's meant that uh, I've done a lot of indoor activities because it's been been difficult to get out so I'm really looking forward to these this walk this morning I know uh, I like to get Reagan out and get her a little bit of exercise get her stretching her legs a little bit more than she can do on our property but I'll be honest with you I enjoy these walks as well you know especially right before before work it gives you a chance to kind of you know wake up a little bit more and clear your brain so very, very nice. <clears throat> so what do we have coming up around here in February? Well, in my area, we have a couple of things that happen around here. Obviously, you know, smack dab in the middle of February uh, is uh, Valentine's Day. So, you know, like most places, we have Valentine's Day things that happen around here. But one of the bigger things that happens around here as I'm only about 50 minutes to an hour away from Hershey, is uh, Hershey always throws some big 
chocolate extravaganza in February. Again, to coincide with uh, with Valentine's Day, you know, probably the uh, most popular day in the entire American calendar to buy chocolate. So, love to know how much chocolate actually gets uh, gets purchased and then consumed somewhere around uh, Valentine's Day. I'll bet you it's a it's a boatload. And then we also have a number of smaller uh, chocolatiers around here. We have one that's called Walkenfuss. We have one that's called um, Wilbur. And a lot of little small ones. I mean, in addition to the big, giant Hershey that most people know about, we have lots of smaller independent shops around here that also make their own chocolate. And, and many of those are, are phenomenal. Honestly, many of those... <coughs> can't say all of them because I haven't tried all of them, but many of those um, are actually far and away way better than Hershey. Um, and I like Hershey chocolate. I think Hershey makes a decent makes a decent chocolate for something that's being mass produced on a grand scale. So, so yeah, I mean, that's saying something. So, pretty good, but definitely if you come to my area, you want to go to a town called Lidditz. And you want to try Wilbur chocolate. Wilbur chocolate is fantastic. And uh, I don't know if it's true. It, it sounds true. Um, but that uh, actually that Mr. Hershey stole the idea for the Hershey kiss from Mr. Wilbur. Because he has something called the Wilbur bud. Which surprisingly looks an awful lot like a Hershey kiss. Same shape, same everything. Apparently, the Wilbur Bud predated the Hershey Kiss, so. They're thinking there was some nasty business with Mr. Hershey. He stole that idea. But, you know, come to my area. Go get some Wilbur Buds. They're, uh, they're absolutely far and away better than a Hershey Kiss. And, they come in a bag. So, Unlike the annoying Hershey Kiss where you have to individually unwrap all these things. Nah, these things all come in a giant bag or a box or something like that. You can just reach in there and grab a handful and you can just pop them right in your mouth. No tinfoil to deal with. So that's kind of nice. Alright. So, other thing I'm doing while I'm out here is I'm actually scouting my roads. Have a, I have a run to do this afternoon. I want to make sure that my roads are in decent shape to do that. You will have to go to that other podcast, JD's Big Fat Running Journey, to hear how the runs are going. In fact, I have to get ready and get ready to start putting together episode two. So a couple of topics for that already. Just have to go and record them. Um, but February, what else happens here in February? Um, I don't know where something else. Um, and I had it in my head a second ago, and now it's gone. Um, well, I mean, usually in February, it's not this year, I don't believe. Uh, usually in February, we have uh, Mardi Gras, all right? Uh, happens in February. Well, that's pretty. Ooh, check that out. Hang on, guys.
We're gonna do a Carlos here. I got a, I got a shot. Reagan, hang on a, hang on a sec there, girlfriend. We got ourselves a picture. Click. All right. Bring that back. Pull that back up. Put our glove back on. The only problem with taking pictures with your phone, you need to have a free hand that can manipulate the button. That is, that's gorgeous. So anyway, I'm looking off to the southeast because it's still that time of the year where it's, it's in the southeast. It's not due east of us yet. And the sun's coming up and it's hitting some low clouds here. We've got these kind of like red lines going across the sky here where the sun's starting to come up. It's gorgeous. I will say, I mean, my wife and I are planning on retiring in the uh, in the southeast um, to get away from this time of year uh, up here. But I will tell you, I will miss the sunrises and the sunsets because this area has probably some of the most gorgeous sunrises and sunsets I've ever seen. Uh, just phenomenal. Mm -mm. That is pretty. Anyway, so, yeah, so normally we have, uh, we have Mardi Gras, Fat Tuesday, if we translate that into English. And uh, since this is Germanville, all right, we have something right before that. So our Mardi Gras, instead of calling it Mardi Gras, it's called Fasnacht Day. And it looks like Fast Night in German. Fast Nacht. If you were to spell it out, it's called Fasnacht. And Fasnachts are potato flour donuts. So it's kind of like the... Jewish idea at Passover where you have to get rid of all of your leaven. And so you make all kinds of stuff with leaven. And, you know, you use it because you don't throw it away because that would be wasteful. You cook with it, but you cook a lot with it. And you cook it all up and you make all kinds of cakes and stuff or whatever. And you get rid of it. All right? Well, the Amish have a similar tradition. And... They get rid of all of their lard, all right? Because, again, you know, they didn't have Crisco. They didn't have all this other stuff we have now to bake with. You know, they wanted, they baked with cooking fat. You know, it was lard. So they have to get rid of all of their lard um, before Lent. And so what they do is they take what they have on hand. So that's obviously the lard. And then they have potato flour, all right? is just flour made out of potatoes, all right? Um, if I didn't tell you it was potato flour, you wouldn't really notice a huge difference. It's not a drastically different um, flavor, um, but they use that to make donuts, all right? And the donut is called a fosnut, but they're a very heavy donut. Uh, they're, they're almost like eating a really dense cake, all right? And they're just amazing, they are amazing. Um, but I believe, I have to check, I believe Lent is late this year. So I believe we might even get all the way to the beginning of March because I think Easter then comes like late April this year. So 
because it moves around. But, uh, yeah, that's usually the other thing we look forward to here is Fast Nut Day. And, and literally, um, we have a donut shop here that's called Maple Donuts. It's just a name. Um, it has nothing really to do with maple. You don't make anything with maple or something. It's just a name. You know, it's like could have been called Douglas Donuts or, you know, Elm Street Donuts. It's just just the name. And uh, they literally will sell Fast Nuts. Um, by the dozen. Um, you'll literally see people, like, driving up and, you know, going and getting five, six, seven, and eight dozen donuts on that day. I've never seen anybody buy that much donuts um, on any given day. It's, it's, it's staggering. Um, I personally bought... As many as three dozen, because I brought them to work. So I brought two dozen for the shift that I was on, because I knew I was going to eat about four of them. Because <laughs> they're they're kind of like the they're kind of like the potato chip. You just can't have one. And then you know put one away so that you know the shift afterwards would still have some donuts left over that they could that they could have. You know, but. Yeah, good stuff. Good stuff. So, there it is. I think that's enough. I have other topics to talk about, but I have other places to talk about them now. So, you know, we'll use those other areas to do that. So, anyway, hopefully you're making it through the winter okay. I just got finished checking the... NOAA Climate Prediction Center. Yes, they have a Climate Prediction Center. And uh, their prediction for the, uh, for the Northeast, actually for the entire eastern seaboard, um, uh, pushing uh, west as far as the Ohio Valley, is that for February, there is a very good chance that we are going to be warmer than normal on average. Now, again, does that mean we're going to be 80? No. just means warmer than normal. So whatever your normal is, you might be warmer. So here, February should mean 40. 40 to 45 um, is what we should be for a high. So if we're going to be warmer than that, okay, 45 to 50. But again, if you're having several days in the single digits... I'll be very happy for 45 to 50. That would be good. You know? I'd even settle for just the 45. You know? I'd settle for that. So, anyway. That's enough banter about the weather and all things end of January. So, until we speak again, be well, be safe, and uh, we'll see you later. Who's been a good puppy, huh? Who's been a good puppy?